Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Time for the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan on this Friday morning. Weekend to be here before you know it. We're 10 to 11, Monday through Friday, here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. We also stream online at 680thefan.com, and that is where you can click and actually watch. Jordan Wave, somebody's watching out there. Our fan mobile app brought to you by Beaver Toyota Coming. Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit BeaverToyotaOfComing.com and download that fan app right now in the iTunes and Google Play Store. Smart Speaker brought to you by South Point Financial and the 10 o'clock hour brought to you by the Haug Law Group. So we got Nernie in the house. Nernie's always ready. And Jordan Diarmond back in here on a Friday. Jordan, great to see you. Good to see you as always. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, chime in all you want today. Well, it's Super Bowl set or Super Bowl week, so it's a big one. Yeah, looking forward to the game. Saw the honors last night. Saw a little bit of it, and I uh, enjoyed some of that. Yeah. I, I saw the red, more of the red carpet than I did actually the the show. What do you think of the outfits on the red carpet? Yeah, that was one of the things I was checking out. Yeah, and I tell you what, I like is you're seeing more and more of these fashion shows where the men don't have to wear a tie. I like that. Yeah, I do too. I never like the tie. I don't like it buttoned up. A little unbuttoned for me. Yeah, I, I can go with a suit and I sort of like the no collar look. Or I like the, the bolo. Open, the open collar. The bolo tie. It's a little bolo, bit different. that thin thing? Yeah, the stringy thing. That looks like something out of Texas. Well, we are in Those the cowboys. So how you been doing? Good. I'm, you know, I'm still recovering from that national championship. So it's, you know, it's been about a month. I still feel good. Yeah, you're glowing today. Yeah. Wasn't sure if it was that or the engagement. Well, I mean, my hand is pretty heavy with all these championship rings and looks pretty heavy over there. Yeah, it is. But it, it, you know, that's what happens when you when you're a champion. So. All right, off the top, Jordan, I'm going to have to do the uh, Bucks big take. Bucks big. And it's been the topic basically uh, since last Friday, so a full week here. The Auburn football program has been in limbo for a full seven days now. Brian Harson appears to be in the carry-on mode. But that was not a good look yesterday in Birmingham. At the SEC head coaches meeting, Harson arrived in an unmarked police cruiser and tried to sneak in the back door. A la Urban Meyer, remember him at Ohio State? He was sneaking out the back door. Well, Harson was trying to sneak in the back door, and when he exited, he made no statement, ignored the media, and he exited quickly out the side door. He tried to change it up as he was leaving. They say that uh, police cruiser, unmarked police car, was circling... The uh, the meeting place, and then at the last minute, sped over to the side door. 
Harson jumped in that car quick, did not respond to any of the media that was tracking him, made no statement, exited in a hurry out that side door, and disappeared heading back to the plains. And Auburn once again at an awkward crossroads. At this point, there appears to be two choices moving forward. Choice number one, fire Harson and pay him $18 million to go away. Choice number two, keep investigating and hope to find cause to cut his butt loose and not have to pay the, pull, uh, the, the full fee. In the meantime, the Auburn football program is in a di- downward spiral and is falling further behind their heated rival Alabama and their rival across state lines, the Georgia Bulldogs. And there's your big tech. They're falling behind. This is embarrassing. Jordan, you've been keeping up with this, Brian Harson. Absolutely. It's sort of been a disaster since he got there. I mean, he fired coaches in the middle of the season, then this comes out, and then you've got coaches leaving. Derek Mason went to Oklahoma State. What about the alleged affair? Uh, uh, the girl uh, came over from Boise, reportedly. She was a cheerleader, yeah. Oh, was she? She was. Yeah, I didn't realize that. He's got her uh, with a position on the staff. She was the assistant to the head football coach. Okay, I yeah. guess, yeah, in quotes, yeah. Now, he said that was a bunch of bull poop. Well, you know, I think if if it wasn't bull poop, then he wouldn't be running away from the media. So there you go. We'll continue to track the story. Right now, though, Auburn's in a bad place. It's exciting. This is the most uh, – th- this program is constantly dealing with something constantly do you think it's the fact that kirby broke the program the sec championship game when they were so close to getting to the college football playoff and then ever since then it really hasn't been the same well they've been dealing with this you know for years and decades really and it seems like they just can't get past the controversy and isn't gus malzahn still making money like three million a year no the uh you had the Apple CEO, I oh. believe, paid that. No problem. He's an Auburn guy. Ah, okay. Tim Cook, yeah. Interesting. Brought that up yesterday. And Jimmy Rain probably uh, involved in that, too. Yellowwood. All right, today, now, yesterday I had uh, three reasons why the Bengals would score 17 points in the Super Bowl. All right, today I got something new. Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. Today I'm going to explain why the Rams will score 30-plus points in the game on Sunday. By the way, they've averaged 28 points in the three playoff games. They've scored over 30 twice out of the the three games. And 30 appears to be the magic number for the L.A. Rams. Super Bowl teams that score 30 or more points are 24-2 and over the last 26 Super Bowls. The Rams this season... 7-0 in the regular season when they score 30 or more points. Overall, if you count the last two playoff games, 9-0 on the season when they score more than uh, 30 points. So that's the magic number here for the Rams. There's a magic number. And I've got three reasons why they're going to score 30 points in the Super Bowl game. Reason number one. 
expect McVeigh to go heavy with the no huddle package. You're going to see a lot of shotgun and the 11 personnel package. The Bengals defensive coordinator, he believes in a lot of light boxes combined with a lot of devious coverages. And the no huddle would limit the Bengals in all these multiple looks that they're planning on throwing out at Matthew Stafford. So expect to see McVay go heavy with the no huddle package. Got to leave that 11, those 11 guys on defense, you got to leave them out on the field. Limits what the Bengals can do. All right, reason number two. I believe the Rams will have success running the football with Cam Akers and Sony Michelle. You're going to see that wide zone, which is their favorite running play. You're going to see the duo, which is the power run, and it hits really fast. You're going to see the Rams, what they do under McVay with the running attack is they feature a lot of condensed formations, a lot of condensed formations. And the Rams wide receiver group, very effective when it comes to blocking safeties and linebackers. By the way, the Bengals defense has allowed 5.7 yards per carry this year. Two carries, a first down. You see where I'm going with this? The Rams are going to run the football effectively. And then reason number three, Stafford will get some big plays in the passing game. I tell you, I really love their intermediate to deep concept that you see. Uh, Cooper Cup is amazing. And what you see McVay do in the passing game, they got Cup running a lot of intermediate to deep uh, routes there. And you're going to see to the strong side of the formation, you'll see Cooper Cup line up in a condensed formation close to the line of scrimmage, close to the offensive line. You'll see the outside receivers clear out and Cooper Cup run that deep out from the inside. Very effective for the Rams this year. And then the other thing, you're going to see Cup on the weak side of the formation running that choice route, which has been really effective too. Expect to see the Rams use the tight screen game calls a lot where you can get uh, easily get the blockers involved there. The screen game should be effective too. And make no mistake about it, Cooper Cup is amazing. Odell Beckham Jr. will probably uh, he'll probably throw in one or two big plays along the way also. But three reasons why the Rams score 30-plus. McVay's going to go heavy with the no huddle. The Rams will run the football effectively. And Stafford will get big plays in the passing game. I'm convinced of it. Let's get to the Buck Blue Show headline brought to you by Grease Monkey Auto. <laughs> Pro Football Hall of Fame's got a new class. The announcement came down last night during the NFL Honors and want to give a big shout-out to Georgia Bulldog, former Georgia Bulldog defensive lineman Richard Seymour, fourth year as a finalist, and Seymour finally gets in. Three Super Bowl titles, seven Pro Bowls, NFL All-Decade team, and did you see he made the Boston Patriots' 50th anniversary team? I mean, Seymour is a player where he was a player, a big-time player. And recently, in the recent days, you've seen Belichick come out and really compliment him, one of the two best defensive linemen he's ever coached. Tom Brady, TB12, the GOAT, also talking about what a great player Richard Seymour was. Willie McGinnis, I saw him on NFL Network yesterday, speaking glowingly of his former teammate Richard Seymour. Great to see him get in. If you're wondering how many 
Georgia Bulldog football players are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Seymour becomes the fifth. You got Champ Bailey, who we had on earlier this week, Terrell Davis, Fran Tarkington, and the great Charlie Trippy. Seymour joins those four guys. Also, too, I was, uh, I've always thought that the Jaguars' offensive tackle, Tony Baselli, you know, I don't confess to be an expert when it comes to offensive line play. I, I believe I know a good offensive lineman when I see one. And I always thought Tony Baselli was one of the best that I ever saw. He just had a shorter career, which yeah. was an issue for some people putting him in. It's a tough game, man. Physical, uh, you know, it takes its toll on you. Tony Baselli gets in. It was his sixth year as a finalist. And if you're wondering, as far as the colleges go, who has the most Pro Football Hall of Famers? You've got Notre Dame and USC with 13. They lead the way. Michigan with 11. Ohio State with 10. Here in the Deep South, Alabama leads with eight. But great to see Richard Seymour getting in. I've always thought that he was awesome. Back in the day. Headlines brought to you by Grease Monkey. Oil changes and more. It's done fast. It's done right. Visit GreaseMonkeyAuto.com for store locations and special offers. Coming back, we're going to hit it hard, man. We got some Falcons news. Look, I, I don't typically enjoy criticizing Arthur Blank, but I believe that, well, it's uh, it makes sense today. I'll... I'll throw that at you. You're going to join in. We've got the NFL Top 5. We'll have some fun with that. We're going to chop it up, talk Braves. We've got the Bulldog Roundtable. And coming up a little later in the show, you're going to hear from my former partner, radio partner. All right? It's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan. Hope your Friday goes great. Weekend's here. You're listening to The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Big time Friday on the Buck Blue Show. We appreciate you being with us Monday through Friday, 10 to 11 here on The Fan. We got the big uh, year's first big golf tournament coming up at the end of the month. And the 22 Chili Dip Open is officially sold out. Thanks to all that have signed up to play. Looking forward to seeing you out there. The Chili Dip Open benefiting First Team Metro Atlanta Friday, February 25th. At my home course, Bears Best in Atlanta, Swanee. And it's brought to you by Ghost Coast Distillery, This Stuff Matters, the Haug Law Group, Beaver Toyota, Tito's Handmade Vodka, Georgia Hemp Company, Corona, and the awesome people down at the PGA Tour Superstore. Looking forward to teeing it up. Hope we get a good weather day on the 25th. Let's talk a little Falcons football. 
Now, I saw yesterday where our owner, Mr. Arthur Blank, criticized the NFL for their hiring practices. Mr. Blank saying they failed, the NFL failed in their hiring of black coaches. Nine hires this offseason. One black head coach hired. And one of my faves, too, Lovey Smith of any color. Lovey Smith gets the Houston job. Good to see Lovey back in there, man. Awesome football coach. And uh, wishing him well out in Houston. I bet he, he's hoping Deshaun Watson's going to end up coming back. But Mr. B- get back to uh, Mr. Blank here criticizing the NFL for failing to hire black head coaches. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Jordan, but didn't last year the Falcons hire a head coach and, and they hired the white head coach, yeah. Arthur Smith? So it just seems a little odd to me. Yeah, I heard that same conversation. I was watching that same thing, and I sort of just, you know, you get that wrinkle in your head, and you're like, what? What? It just seems a little two-faced. And I don't enjoy pointing this out, but I believe that it is a storyline. It is legitimate. He's criticizing these nine hires, well, eight of them. And yet... He had a chance to hire a black head coach a year ago and did not do it. So it just seems a little odd. Seems like, you know what it is, and I'm convinced it's the good old boys club, these NFL owners. Big egos, big pockets, and little action. You get a lot of lip service going on and not much action going on. And we're seeing it here with our own owner, Mr. Blank. He's criticizing everybody else for doing the same thing he did last season. Now, look, I like Arthur Smith, and I'm glad he's the Falcons head coach. And I believe he is a quality coach, and he did a really outstanding job this past season squeezing blood out of the turnip. But, you know, Mr. Blank, it... Certainly there's somebody on his staff that would have said, hold on now, you're going to look foolish saying this because of what you did just a year ago. You know, and also I got a little irritated with this uh, yesterday too, or Mr. Blank always speaks at the Super Bowl. And when Buck and Kincaid were routinely traveling to Radio Row and all these Super Bowls through the years, Mr. Blank was always good to us and sat down with us most every year. But we're, we're not there this year, and, and Kincaid's up in Philadelphia now, and Baloo's got his own show. We're in different places. Didn't make it to Radio Row. But I did see what was being said, and, you know, yesterday, I, got, I mentioned it yesterday, and I want to mention it again today, is that this idea that the Falcons have not gotten in front of Calvin Ridley, who missed 11 games last season, basically quit on his team. He's got some personal issues reportedly going on. Did not play in the final 11 games of the year as the go-to receiver. We didn't have Julio Jones anymore. He was our go-to guy. And he, he didn't play in the final 11 games. And we have not gotten in front of Calvin Ridley? That makes absolutely zero sense. And I'm using a phrase there that my youngest son, Rhett, uses on 
me all the time. Dad, that doesn't make any sense from his perspective. It, this doesn't make any sense from my perspective. How do you go this long without, without getting in front of Calvin Ridley? Unless he's refusing to, to meet with you. Well, look, I'm, I said it yesterday. I'm going to say it again today. I'd get in the car. I'd get on a, a bus. I'd ride a train. I'd get on a plane. And I would go see Calvin Ridley. I would knock on his door and say, Calvin, we need to know what you're going to do. Because we can't go another season without a go-to wide receiver. If you are determined to go play for another organization, good. Because we'll draft a wide receiver, hopefully that guy from Arkansas, in the first round of the draft to replace Calvin Ridley. But it just makes zero sense to not have been in front of him yet to see where he's at. Zero sense, as Rhett would say. And then we get to Corderell Patterson, who reportedly, you know, Mr. Blank saying yesterday out at the Super Bowl that they've been negotiating with Patterson, who had a heck of a year last year. My goodness. I mean, he's playing receiver. He's playing running back. Over 1,100 yards, 11 touchdowns. What would we have done without Patterson last season? We'd have been a... In a heap of trouble is what we would have been in. So negotiations aren't going well. I mean, he's getting old. He's up there in his early 30s. This is probably his final opportunity to cash in with a multi-year contract. But apparently it's not going well. Mr. Blank said they would like to re-sign Patterson. They were negotiating with Patterson, but Patterson must not be liking the numbers that they're throwing up at him. Because I think uh, on social media yesterday or the, the previous few days, he's been liking these uh, fans from other fan bases saying, hey, we hope you come play for us. And he would like it. Well, we don't have the bargaining chips, meaning the money right now, because we're still in cap trouble. Well, yeah, we got so many holes to cover up. We got very little money to spend. I understand that part of the deal. But if... If Ridley's not playing for us, if Patterson is not signing with us, we need to know. You got the draft coming up soon. We got a lot of holes to fill. We don't have a lot of excess money to spend on the free agent market. We need to know. And again, I like that receiver out of Arkansas. Six foot three, two hundred twenty-five pounds, running a fofo. Gimme Burke. Yeah, let's bring Burke in here. And there's a little Falcons talk for you today. I believe now, Jordan, you're, are you ready? It's time for the NFL Top 5. The best in college football and the NFL. 5, 5, 4, 4, 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. It's time for Buck Baloo's Top 5. The Top 5, baby. Besides the combine, obviously, and besides the NFL draft, obviously the Super Bowl weekend hey, is, hey. is the best part of the NFL season. And it's going to be two two great teams going at it. Um, you really? know, a lot, a lot of great players. Yeah. I like who, Joe Burrow. Who's going to be Super Bowl MVP? I, um, I know I got my favorite. But. Matt Stafford. Yeah? <clears throat> well, yeah. It, it, did you hear me in the first segment? I the did. reason why the Rams will score 30 or more points. They're going to go no huddle. 
They're going to run the football effectively, and Matt Stafford will capitalize on that, get some big plays in the passing game. I'm thinking three to four touchdown passes out of Matt as he becomes the first quarterback in Georgia Bulldog history to win a Super Bowl. Wow, that would be special. And what and how special would it be to do it in the year that, you know, Georgia won their own title? That would be really impressive. I, I, I think Joe Burrow's going to have a, a great game, too. Jamar Joe Chase. Burrow, championship quarterback. He's going to have to get the ball out quickly, though, because Aaron uh, Donald's going to be brief. Yeah, I would say a lot of quick pass for Joe Burrow. Oh, I love me some Joey B. So there's obviously we were getting into some of the hires, and one of the hires that happened was Jaguars, you know, hiring Doug Peterson as their head coach, and they recently named a new offensive coordinator. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this guy? And I know he's got a tie to the Super Bowl this weekend. Yeah, and I think Trevor Lawrence is really pleased with the head coaching hire and Doug Peterson, known as a quarterback whisperer. He's won a Super Bowl. That had to be cool. And then Trevor knows that he needs a good offensive coordinator, right? And a guy since Peterson will call the plays on Sunday and on Monday and Thursday and whenever it is they play, Peterson's going to call the plays. So you need a coordinator that's good with that. And I believe uh, the hire of Press Taylor. Press Taylor, the new offensive coordinator, for the Jaguars, he's the younger brother of Zach Taylor, the Bengals head coach. And do you know Press Taylor spent five years working under Doug Peterson in oh. Philadelphia? So, yeah, I think Trevor Lawrence is really pleased with the head coaching hire, and he's pleased with the offensive coordinator hire in Press Taylor. Well, you can't really go anywhere but up after last year. So. Oh, that was lousy a year ago. I mean, I'm surprised Trevor Lawrence didn't quit quit the game of football working for urban meyer Ooh, yeah he was at, he had i mean urban be... probably tried to kick him at some point <laughs> he probably did so last night nfl honors i i shed a couple tears andrew whitworth's speech. did you yeah well it was andrew whitworth's speech from walter payton man of the year was one of the best speeches i've ever heard it was if you haven't seen it go on youtube and look it up but it was absolutely incredible he was speaking directly to the players on the first couple rows but it was it was a good night um you know obviously the hall of fame class came out but also there was a couple of players that got yearly awards so yeah uh what do you think of you know the recipients well you know before the the show came on you know i enjoyed the red carpet by the way i like that too on nfl network i got six of the seven awards that I predicted correctly. Wow. The one I did not get correctly was coach of the year. I had Zach Taylor coach of the year. I mean, he took the Bengals out of nowhere and led them to the Super Bowl. And yet they went coach Vrabel, who I got no problem with. I think he's done an excellent job. But when I compare the job that Vrabel did to a team that was already knocking on the door, to what Zach Taylor did in Cincinnati with a lousy team. I think Zach Taylor did a, a better job than Vrabel did. The Bengals have the most losses in the 19 and, and 20 seasons out of any other team in the NFL. In, NFL. I mean, he brought them from worst to first. What'd you make of Aaron Rodgers' hairstyle? Um, He looks like he spent a couple weeks out in the wilderness and forgot to brush his hair or wash his hair. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, he had him. He was a, had a seat up there in the front row. Uh, 
I mean, he looked a little grungy to me. It looks like the wives and the girlfriends of the players really enjoy, you know, the dress-up thing. Oh, they love that. Yeah. They love the close-ups, too. What did you think of uh, Keegan-Michael Key last night? I thought he did a good job. I, I really enjoyed when the Manning brothers came on. Oh, that was one of the best parts. Yeah, that was. I yeah. enjoyed it. That was good. Um, a lot of awards going out last night, so that was fun. Um, you know, just around the corner up up north, there's this thing called the trucker convoy. Have you heard it? Uh, yeah. Are you worried about this as far as the Super Bowl goes? I mean, if they mess up my Super Bowl halftime show, I'm going to be pretty upset. So apparently the truck drivers are protesting the COVID-19 vaccine mandate for the truck drivers. Now, it seems like they're sitting in the cab alone. Yeah. And they pull up to unload the product without any help, and they get back in the truck and they travel alone. So I don't understand it. I don't understand forcing the truck drivers to get the vaccine. In fact, I don't understand how they can force anybody to get the vaccine, but that's just me. Be careful trying to gridlock the traffic, reportedly. Yeah, I think that's a concern. That's not good. But again, I hope they don't mess up the, the halftime show. Got a couple good people performing. My favorite, Snoop Dogg. Oh, he's your favorite? He's my favorite. Wow. I'm, I'm a little burnt on, out on Snoop Dogg. See, that was like, Every time I turn on the TV, he's doing a commercial. I know. But that's what I grew up. That was like my elementary school jam. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm okay with Snoop Dogg. I, I can't say I'm a fan. I think I like Dr. Dre better. Yeah gonna be good either way. Dr. Dre said there'll be no wardrobe malfunctions oh, at halftime. Let's hope not. And look, I'm more about the game, but I love music. Enjoy the entertainment. So yeah, I'm hyped for the halftime show. I'm excited. I can't wait to see the commercials, the halftime show. Those commercials the- are pretty pricey. Matthew Stafford winning it all. Yeah, that's the prediction. And there's your NFL Top 5. Bucks Top 5 on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. All right, listen to Chuck and Chernoff as they give you a chance to win the ultimate cooler. Just in time for your Super Bowl party, it's the Rugged Road 65 Cooler, Atlanta-based and created by Georgia graduate Spencer Sutlive. Weighing in at just under 10 pounds, the Rugged Road 65 is the world's lightest high-performance cooler. And it's so light and durable, you can take this cooler anywhere you, anywhere you go, even on the water. Listen all week to Chuck and Chernoff to win yours, or check them out at ruggedroadoutdoors.com. Hey, man, let's chop it up. Time to talk Braves. Let's chop it up. Presented by Haug Law Group, your local personal injury attorneys. HaugLawGroup.com. Man, we were expecting yesterday that lousy baseball commissioner, Rob Manfred. I'd like to take a swing at him. We were expecting him yesterday to announce to the media that, well, spring training was, was going to have to be delayed. But we did not get that believe today is the final day of the owners' meetings in Orlando. I'm a little stunned that Ben Ingram didn't go down there on his own. Normally, he's there. Good evening. (laughs) March 31st, opening day, looks like a long shot to me. I mean, it's been two weeks since the sides have sat down at a table and negotiated. 
Which, you know, as Rhett would say, Rhett Ballou, uh, that makes absolutely no sense, Dad. You're right, Rhett. It makes no sense. Now, reportedly, they may sit down tomorrow and talk it over. Yeah, I wouldn't hold my breath on that one. But it looks like we are getting closer and closer to a universal designated hitter starting this season, whenever the season starts. And I'm good with that. I finally come around to the other side. And we're set up pretty good with this. We got Marcelo Zuna, who's not as effective in the outfield anymore. But he uh, looks good in that DH role. In fact, in 2020, he was the DH when we had it during the COVID. Dude hit 362, 14 bombs in 39 games. Looks like we've got our DH, and his name is Marcelo Zuna, who would be in the second year of this four-year $65 million contract. And wait, there's more good news. You need some good news today? Here it is. Ronald Acuna Jr., regarded as one of the top ten players in all of professional baseball. Tore his ACL last July the 10th. He was on pace to hit 47 bombs when he went down in the outfield. But I tell you what, I am so encouraged watching the video on social media that continues to leak out and come down showing Ronald Acuna Jr. doing what he does. I've seen some video of him in the hitting cage, taking big swings and hitting the ball hard. That is encouraging. And then also recently I saw him doing some agility drills on video social media. And that looked good. Man, I'm telling you, it looks like he's ahead of schedule to me. We're a little over six months since the surgery. I think we're going to see Ronald Acuna Jr. early in the season when we get this season started. Back in that leadoff spot, swinging the bat, making plays in the outfield, gunning people out. I am so encouraged where Ronald Acuna Jr. is. And that's us chopping it up. Chopping it up, brother. So we've got the Senior Bowl behind us now as far as the NFL goes. Had a lot of Georgia players down there at the Senior Bowl. Now, James Cook, he sat out, had an invitation, uh, many people thought he could maybe elevate his status down in Mobile, decided to not participate. And, I, you know, I thought I was – I'm on the side of James Cook in that decision because if he goes down there as a running back and gets dinged up and now he's behind as far as the combine goes, it's a setback for James Cook. And you've seen that happen down there to players. Word on the street is he's trying to improve his 40 time wants to lay down a, a faux five or one of those faux foes. Who could blame him for that? That's the one question mark for James Cook. How fast is he? And so I, I think he's made a good decision there, not getting hit down at the senior bowl and putting it off, showing up at the combine and laying down a low 40 time there. I'll tell you what, let's talk more about this in the Bulldog Roundtable. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25, 20, 45, 15, 10, 5. Get in there. Touchdown. 
Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union. Haug Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, AAA, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. All right, next up for these college football players going into the draft, you've got the NFL Combine goes on in Indianapolis March 1st through the 7th. And how about those Georgia Bulldogs? Lead all of college football with 14 invitations to the NFL Combine. 14. More than even Alabama, who has 11 players invited to the Combine. The record, SEC record, set a couple of years ago where LSU, the the Bengal Tigers, had 16 two years ago under Ed Ogeron. 16. Georgia with 14 invitations to the combine. You got the punter, Jake Camarda, who's expected to be drafted. Now, if you're a punter, Jordan, getting drafted, that you've done something. Uh, Lewis Seen, the safety. James Cook, I was just talking about, looking to lay down. An impressive 40 time. Uh, you got big Jordan Davis, uh, Nicobe Dean, Darion Kendrick, George Pickens, Jamari Sawyer, Justin Schaefer, Channing Tindall, Quay Walker, Zamir White, Trayvon Walker, Devontae Wyatt. <sighs> Barely get them all in with one breath. Five offensive players, eight defensive players, and a special team player. Getting ready. Uh, preparing to go up to Indy for the NFL Combine. Just another dog takeover in Indy. We're used to it. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, when you got this many guys going to the Combine, when you got this many guys expected to be drafted in the first two rounds of the NFL draft, that gives you a legitimate shot to win the college football national championship, which is what Georgia was able to do this year. Can't wait to see how this works out at the Combine. Jordan Davis. Want to see him with the agility. I'm sure people are going to be blown away with uh, what great footwork and agility that a man the six foot seven, 350 pounds is. I mean, that's going to be impressive. Uh, looking forward to James Cook in that 40 time. Hope he can lay down the low number there. And wishing all these guys the very best of luck. 14 of them heading to the NFL Combine. We'll come back. We're going to hear from my former partner in radio. As we wrap things up, it's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Smile in your face all the time. They want to take your place. The Backstabbers. Backstabbers. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Happy Friday, everybody. It's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan Super Bowl weekend. Hope you're ready for it. 
6.30 kickoff on Sunday. Can't wait to see this one. And want to uh, invite you to tune into the Business of Sports segment each week on The Fan. It's presented by Southern Company. That's the Business of Sports presented by Southern Company, changing the future of energy in all the communities that they serve. Bucks Beat Podcast, episode number 50, dropped overnight. And a, uh, a big number, right? 50. There was a lot of people predicting that Bucks Beat would never make it to 50 episodes. So we've proven those detractors wrong. Woo-woo! And we've had a lot of fun doing the podcast. In fact, I believe at least 49 well-known athletes here in the Deep South have appeared on the show, on the podcast. And it's been fun hanging out, just uh, kicking it around with these guys. And so we had to have a special guest for number 50. At least I thought, okay, uh, number 50, let's get a special guest on the podcast. So called up to Philadelphia, tracked down my man Kincaid, old Johnny boy, old Kincaid. And I want to give you a slice of that right now. Uh, John Kincaid, my former radio partner for 20 years here at The Fan, working now at 97.5, the Fanatic, up in Philly. And did you notice when Johnny left town here in Atlanta, we started, our sports team started winning big, baby, starting with the Atlanta Braves. You leave town. Yes. And the Braves win the World Series. Correct. Let's just say that Braves never won a World Series till I moved to town. <laughs> so I take it as the year I moved to Atlanta is the year they won the World Series, 95. And then the year I exit town is the year they win the World Series again. So here's good news for Braves fans. Olivia will leave after her graduation from Maris this May. She'll leave and move to Philly. So maybe that's the set of another one for the Braves when it comes around. Another one would take that. Now, look, I asked him about my Georgia Bulldogs winning the first national title in 41 years. Here's what J.K. said about that. Georgia Bulldogs win the national championship. I I hope that Georgia fans in the Atlanta area listening to the fan, I hope they knew how hard I was cheering for them. And I'm watching that game down in my kin cave in the new house. And I watched that game, and you would have thought I spent four years in Athens. I was really happy. I was really happy for you. I was happy for all the people in the Bulldog Nation. And I was really happy for Kirby Smart. And so many people over the years that I've known that are big Georgia fans. I love the fan base, and I was really happy that you guys got to see that success. And, Buck, I knew, and I told everybody, I knew how happy you were for another generation of Bulldogs to get to share in that success. Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, great having Kincaid on. By the way, you can hear the entire interview on Bucks Beat Podcast. And that's sponsored by my good friend Mickey Himes at the GetMickey.com team at Keller Williams. Look, if you're searching for a Lake Lanier property or a home up 400, Mickey Himes is ready to help you. Give him a call at 678-341-7474 or go to GetMickey.com. Click and you get an expert. You can find the podcast wherever it is you find your podcast, whether it's Apple or some other spot, or you can go to thepodcastpark.com. Now, if you go there, you got to scroll down a little bit to find Buck Speed. But if you scroll down, you'll be able to find it and uh, listen to what old Kincaid has to say. 
Before Kincaid comes on, I'm breaking down, doing a dive into the con- contract extension situation with Kirby Smart. So that is episode 50 of Bucks Beat. Time for the final word. Want to give a shout out to the South Forsyth High School War Eagles competitive dance team. Got the state competition going on tomorrow down in Columbus. And the girls are going for their third consecutive state championship in hip hop. My daughter Audrey's a senior on the squad. And the Baloo family will be there cheering her and the team on. Three straight state titles, man. You go, girls. Telling you, they've been awesome. Hey, Finn chimed in earlier. I was talking about why Arthur Blank and the Falcons have not gotten in front of Calvin Ridley. And Finneran texted me and he says, apparently HIPAA or something prevents the team from seeing or talking to Calvin Ridley. You have to talk to his agent. Finneran says, I think I read that. Now, I don't know who HIPAA is. Is HIPAA the agent? No, I'm just teasing. Well, get in front of the agent. Find out what the answer is. I mean, quit fooling around. All right, it's been a good week here on the Buck Blue Show. We appreciate your support. Hope you'll join us next week. Stay tuned for Nick and Chris. They're coming up next. Have a great Super Bowl weekend, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.